Hello and welcome to Talks with the Feminine with Annie Taylor and Abby Rental. Our podcast explores the many ages, stages and facets of the feminine journey. Through differing perspectives and the sharing of stories, we hope to normalise the feminine experience and what it means to identify as a girl or a woman today. We're so glad you could join our little listening community. Hi, I'm Abby Rental. Um, welcome to Talks with the Feminine. And I'm Annie Taylor. Hello. Here we go. Welcome everybody. <laughs> Um, tonight we are going to talk a bit about sex and virginity and what that means to us and and women. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say and how it exists in the world yeah. these days. Yeah. So I guess to kick things off, we were just going to talk a bit about our own experiences in that area. Yes. And, you know, given the fact that we kind of started the conversation, I think, last time we were mm. here. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, so Abby's going to run into hers first because share a little seems bit right mine. yeah yes so i actually saved myself for marriage yes well that's <laughs> a good starting point i think yeah An interesting starting point i actually didn't intend to save myself for marriage i didn't start out like that no when i was a teenager I think I'd, when my mum had the talk with me mm. about the birds and the bees, she'd sort of mentioned that she'd waited till she was 18 and she thinks that, you know, I should maybe wait till I'm a bit Thereabouts. older, 18, you know, yeah. 16 to 18 to sort of... How old were you when she had this conversation? Oh, like 14 maybe? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I can't really remember, Somewhere in that bracket. But I was yeah. a lot younger than that. And she was like, maybe wait till you're a bit older. So, mm. you know, you're happy with your, you know, you can make a good decision and be happy with it. Mm. So I always sort of had that as sort of a milestone. Like if I didn't have a really serious boyfriend before that time, I would save myself to 18. Right. And then yeah. when I, I, I didn't have a serious boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> surprise, surprise. And um, I went to uni and I guess the opportunity just never came up for me. You weren't really pursuing it particularly as a... No, not particularly. I Priority. Just, there yeah. wasn't... There wasn't anybody that I had the opportunity to sleep with, really. Nah. Unless I sort of went out of my way to find, you know, find yeah. someone. Well, you went to a co-ed school, didn't you? I did, but I didn't actually have a lot of guy friends. Nah. I just, I, I've always been that sort of person who has a lot of girl, like nice. female friends. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. not really a guy friends kind of person. They just, I think because I'm really bad at banter. Just if you know me, you <laughs> yeah. will know that I am terrible at banter. So much so that Andy has told me, just don't do it, Abby. Don't do small talk. <laughs> because I end up being really offensive to people. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll like, try and that. do it with Andy and, and he's like, yeah. that was really harsh. And I'm like, I feel like that's what we're doing here. And he's like, no, that's not <laughs> that's not how this works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I totally understand that particular so vibe. For some yeah. reason, my brain just does not comprehend banter at all. So to do banter with boys in high school, you're I like, just, I nah. can't do it. I can't even do it. Like a, a woman I work with is like, she's really good at it. And so she's like got really good banter with everybody. Mm. I've had to say to her, I'm sorry, I just can't do that. Like <laughs> I will be mean to you, not meaning to be, because I feel like that's what we're doing. Can we talk but... about something proper? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I'd well. like to be able to do it, but I will hurt your feelings. 
<laughs> so I'll, I'll be too honest. Yeah, I'll be, be too honest because I feel like that's what banter is, but apparently it's not. It's and my not, brain just oh, doesn't understand. <laughs> I don't know what it is either. Does that yeah. help? I don't. I don't know. That makes me feel better. Yeah, it's a, no. That makes no <laughs> sense to me. I spoke to my mom about it, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I think you get that from me because I've tried before with like my dad's friends." And they're oh yes, like, what? <laughs> What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. So I didn't have a lot of guy friends and not no. a lot of opportunity. And then once I became Christian, I thought, yeah, you know, I I will save myself for marriage. I thought it was a nice and idea. that was when you're about 19 or 20 or something. Yeah. 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 About yeah. So, I, think. I mean, did you feel like that was con- kind of convenient that you just hadn't I mean, had any interest to kind of really actively pursue it earlier. Yes, it did kind of work And then work it was out. like, oh, you don't have to worry about it now. Like, yeah, well, I was like, I've got like this far yeah. with my virginity. I may as well keep it. Yeah. Well, there you go. What was your feeling about virginity? I mean, like, what do you see it as being or being representative of? I guess I thought it was something to hold on to, something... Mm special in a sense just that I didn't want to have that experience with someone that then like our relationship turned sour Uh and I had bad feelings about that experience I guess so I Mm -hmm. wanted to keep it positive yep Mm. so I thought that saving it until marriage yeah mean more and would be you know special and then we're going to be together forever and yeah yeah and and it linked into becoming Christian as well like the bible recommends that you save yourself but you don't have to yeah, yeah. No, I yeah. I have Christian friends who have and also have not. So yeah. I'm no, I just wondered how it sort of impacted on you, I guess. Mm. It was just like, well, may as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was a may as well sort of thing. And interestingly enough, I feel like it's almost damaging the way the Christian church mm. pushes that. Yeah. Because it makes it seem like it's going to be extra special if you've saved yourself for marriage yeah which i think is a, not not accurate necessarily in a lot of people's cases that's not yeah what happens it's just very similar to everybody's first it's time the same as everybody's or almost more difficult because you might not be marrying someone who you're sexually compatible with yeah that's tricky mm. yeah because you know if you're having sex before you get married you know you know <laughs> You Friend know of mine that used person to call it what you like. Try before you buy. That's, exactly. Yeah. That's what my parents called it. They were oh, quite horrified that I was saving myself for marriage. <laughs> They're like, why would you do that? You have to try before you buy. And there you go. <laughs> I, I just think it's interesting that they knew. Like, is that part of the, the like conversation in your family? Or do you think it's just from having gone into um, kind of a... Um, a faith-based life or like, like, is that how that conversation uh, went down? I think, no, I think my family are just pretty open about yeah. stuff. So mm, yeah. Like we knew when my brother or roundabouts, you know, when my yeah, brother yeah. lost his. Yeah. My sister, not so much, but she only ever had the one boyfriend. So we just so sort, you of, sort of figured, yeah. Yeah. Figured after a couple of years, they're probably doing it. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I just wondered cause, uh, yeah, no, don't don't come from that sort of family myself, really. So oh, really? I just, yeah. But oh, no, mine was sort of... In fact, when I went to get married, I wanted an ivory-coloured dress. And my mother's like, no, Abby, you've spent so much time saving yourself. You this must dress has white. to be white. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I really couldn't care less about thanks, the colour of the dress. But well, thanks for being white. supportive. I feel like it was white. It was, it was yeah, white. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Perfect. <laughs> Do you know what? So was mine and... 
no, that's not what that was about. I was much more Queen Victoria fashion icon type <laughs> white. Fair enough. Yeah. I really don't think it matters about the colour of your dress. Uh, no. Uh, We've got no. a few old fashioned people in my family who like, if someone's on their second marriage and they wear a white dress, they're like, wear pink. <gasps> yeah. they were like, how dare they wear a white dress? They've been divorced. <laughs> You're like, I don't think it matters. I don't think anyone cares. No. <laughs> um, but I do sometimes like those comments from older people. You're like, that's <laughs> a bit extreme. I'm like, yeah, okay, settle down. So tell us about the, I mean, you know, to whatever level makes you comfortable. Oh, yes. Tell us about the first time and the first time. And well, also the perhaps following few, <laughs> just to give us the indication. Oh, well, our first time was obviously on our wedding night. Yeah. And it was stressful. Mm. Were you tired? Because mm-hmm. I was certainly tired on my wedding night. I no, we were we like, yeah, we tired. better. But yeah. we've got married in the morning and had like a lunch because we we oh, eloped okay. somewhat, like with just our immediate family oh, sort of okay. thing. So, cool. and then we just went out to this really nice restaurant. So we were actually back at the hotel room by like four o'clock. <laughs> so we had like all evening, which we sort of wanted. Like we That's had all nice. evening yeah. to spend together and just you know, it's very romantic. In its, yeah, yeah, we wanted it to be romantic. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was a nice evening, but it was very stressful. And all of our experiences just Mm. about were very stressful up until like last year. Oh yeah. Because it was then that we found out that I have a condition known as vaginismus. Oh yes. Which is where your pelvic floor is too tight. Yes. I have heard from a few women in this situation (laughs) actually. Yeah. Makes your vagina too tight really Mm. so it is incredibly difficult to have sex not that comfy no so most women with this condition will need to if they want to have penetrative sex will need to invest in some um it's like a what am I trying to say? <laughs> it's like You're doing a, a hand motion. Yeah, I'm doing yeah, a yeah. hand thing trying to signal to like, what I'm talking about. people on the, on the airwaves. It's a yeah. set of little um, insertable, um, almost like tiny little dildos. And they sort of go up in oh, okay. size so like to a... gently sort of stretch oh, okay. your vagina and get you used to like relaxing with that. Of... Yeah, yeah, relaxing with that inside you so that, you know. Okay. Andy and I didn't have to do that, which was good. Yeah. But it took a long time because, you know, you know, particularly because I was a virgin, we used like yeah. KY jelly. Yeah. And yeah. we only found out after I had my first audit that I'm actually very allergic to that. So that's not helping. Yeah. Because I, I was always like, what's this weird burning sensation? <laughs> Am I supposed to be getting that? <laughs> yeah. Is this uh. supposed to hurt this bad? Oh, wow. Yeah. So, so I guess that answers the question. Was it uncomfortable the first time? It took us like three hours to get it in. Uh. It was very uncomfortable. Yeah, that's there were a lot of tears by me. Just in that it was stressful, you know. Yeah. And obviously that you condition does magical go so well with stress. Yeah. <laughs> Makes it extra. <laughs> yeah, like anything would even if you didn't have that condition yeah. and you were stressed, it wouldn't be like mm-hmm. super comfy. Yeah. But Andy is an excellent communicator and very mm. patient. So I think that really helps. Because mm. as time's gone on, like we actually have an excellent sex life now, and there you go. Yeah, it's all really good. It's all so. communication-y based. Yeah, yeah. So I think if you communicate and mm, that's made a difference, work yeah. on it. Yeah, it can and improve. I mean, so you feel pretty good about how I guess you know you said you didn't want to look back and think, um, you know, if you separated with someone after you'd. Yes. you know that and gone sour and you had negative experience like um mm. memories of that experience um i mean how do you feel about 
your first times at it now? I am very happy that I saved myself for mm. marriage and that it was with Andy and the person that I married, you know. Um, mm. Initially, like in probably the first year of our marriage, mm. it was very disappointing. And I think there was a lot of thoughts of, have we married the wrong person? Because this mm. isn't working. Like it's really stressful. Mm. You know, we don't seem to be compatible at all in that way. And so I think that made it hard and made me feel mm. like maybe I'd made the wrong decision. Yeah. But now that we know, you know, what What's the medical going condition on? is, yeah. the allergies, that sort of thing. Cause I'm actually allergic to latex as well. So obviously oh, that doesn't geez. go so well with latex condoms. No. Babies. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> but now that we know all about that, I feel really happy with the decision. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah I feel like I would have had probably worse problems with somebody else. Cause not all men are as uh, no. patient as Andy. No. Or, you know, um, as <laughs> invested shall we say yeah exactly yeah like a casual sexual acquaintance or Is, boyfriend yeah, would no. not have really cared about that uh yeah or might have but might have just gone this is too awkward yeah the casual ones that's from my experience <laughs> listeners tend to be this is too awkward oh. um i'm not into awkward i'm just gonna go over here now <laughs> like yikes um, however yeah hmm. so but um tell us about your oh, first me. time God, I didn't do none of that. Um, <laughs> it's good. I, I mean, like. yeah, I actually think I was listening to you and thinking that, um, you know, there's probably, I mean, there's probably some similarities, but a lot of differences. And some things you were saying, I was like, wow, it's like the polar opposite to me. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, which is funny because, you know, we get along so well and, yeah. you know, I feel like, you know, um, a lot of, um, a lot of things in our lives now are quite similar, similar yes. and that we connect on. And I was like, wow, it's just interesting how sort of the formative years can appear so different. Yeah. Um, I, I went to, uh, so I went to a girl's school. Mm-hmm. So you were um, boy crazy. Uh, <laughs> I, I was, was boy crazy. I think I was boy crazy when I was like, you know, eight <laughs> you know it's very you know but I was a very lonely kid so mm. I always had this idea of connecting with another person as being you know so and um I was very ro- I've always been very romantic and yeah. in, in, you know I romanticize everything um I think so it's funny you know you were talking about you, your mom gave you the talk when you were like 14 or something I don't we I, had the talk way before that yeah just, <laughs> we yeah. had the book yeah, yeah, we have the, the book. People. The, is it and the I Where I Come From book? Yeah, where, yes. uh, yeah, where Did I Come From? I where Did I Come that. From? Yep, that's and what like, we had too. I think my brother was like four or something, but they, my parents wanted to give us the talk just, yeah, I think, yeah. in like alongside like in case sexual abuse, you know, at school, yeah, that yeah, sort of yeah. thing. Because I remember my mum having an awkward conversation with us about nobody's ever touched you, have they, sort of thing. Oh, right. Maybe there was something that happened, I don't know. Maybe but I remember my brother nearby. looking at the book and, being like, and he was what? like, what's all this about? <laughs> Do you know, it's funny because my three and a half year old's asking me, Mum, for Christmas, I'd really like a book about how the baby gets in the tummy. Oh, yes. <laughs> and I was like, because I've explained it that to her. That is so like her. Bloody typical. Yeah, she wants a book about it so yeah. she can read it because she's some freak of nature who reads. Yeah, whereas my kid's just like, um, how does the baby get in there? And I'm like, the daddy puts it in there. And how does it come out? It comes out your vagina. She's like, like, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> 
That was how our first conversation yeah. about it went down like, as well. You don't by need the way. to know about that anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I'm done now. Yeah, I done. I had a giggle fit the first time because uh, when I had to talk to Emma about some of this stuff, because I don't remember having really talks with my mum. She bought the books. We had the books. There were a lot of books. I remember you the know. talks. They were hella awkward. Really? I kind of <laughs> feel like I sort of needed that. There were some that were more puberty based. Yeah, I remember that one too. And I'm just um, like, please let this be over. And I certainly, yeah, well, yeah. I kind of, I, I didn't mind that one. Although, again, she bought me a book. There was a lot of books. Um, I wish I had the books instead. <laughs> yeah, but you say that, you kind of have to, you know, like, because then you kind of feel like... um you don't necessarily have anything to be ashamed of yeah, because they're going to talk to you about it. If you go to them and Mm. talk to them about like, you know, there's all these with that though. Like when I've got my first period, I didn't tell my mom for like a couple of days. I was like Mm. lying on my back with my legs in the air. I'm like, maybe it'll just go back inside. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Nope. So when I figured that it didn't, I was like, I better tell someone about it. I better tell someone. Yeah. Then they took me out to dinner. Oh, that's nice. Now I'm a woman. good. I got given a book again. I get lots of books. Oh, yeah. So I won on that one. (laughs) Yeah. There you go. I got dinner. (laughs) You got dinner. I got a freaking book again. Um, (laughs) Not that I didn't... I liked the books. Yeah. I was very... Yeah. And I was very pro book. Mm. Uh, You know, I was a very booky kid. Still am, really. Um, And that's probably why why I've produced this incredibly bookish child. Yes. But um, I I don't know... um, she kind of gave us talks, but they were kind of sporadic. It wasn't like a proper official, let's okay. sit down and talk about this. And that was all right. I literally never spoke to my father about any of this. Not ever. Oh, see, my father would probably be the yeah. the one who would mainly want to talk about it. Right. He's just so open about everything. Yeah, no. That you're just like, please <laughs> stop talking now. He's like that dad from um, American Pie who just like oh, goes right. into way too much too detail. Too much detail. But he's just like, just shut up now. Stop shut it. Up. Oh, God, why? I remember one time we were in the car. It was on a long drive too. And my little brother, he was like five or six. And he's yeah. like, where do babies come from? Or something that you, like you knew dad was going to give you too much information. And, and my sister like, and I have turned to my brother and we're like, what that. the hell are you doing? like, shut. <laughs> up right now <laughs> actually now you say that i remember asking my mum that because i think my cousin he had the talk probably a bit too early actually in retrospect because i was older than him but he he told me he relayed everything that he'd heard somewhere along the way um oh, maybe oh, like it probably wasn't too early probably he was asking questions so totally yeah. fair enough but it was too early for me because <laughs> i was not ready to and and having it relayed to you from a child mm-hmm. who's slightly younger than you when you I was probably seven you know <laughs> uh you're not getting the correct information no. there is what's happening so I went and asked my mom and she started trying to tell me and I was like oh god stop I can't yeah. even and <laughs> I think and, yeah, and I think um it was that I already knew a lot of stuff and I was like well I don't really want to go into this with you but at the same time but it kind of almost set the scene for "Mm, let's just kind of dial around this a bit and like I actually um it it wasn't so bad I think um certainly again I never talked to my dad about anything to do with uh, any any of this stuff but um mum was pretty open about it but I Mm. think she kind of and and I kind of got a pretty good education about it and certainly she sent me to schools where they had good um sex ed built in and all that like I think she was very aware of that as being part of it and I think she didn't want to pressure me with it because she didn't want to um 
she didn't want to enforce values on me or mm. make me feel uncomfortable. So I kind of see where she was going. But, well, we, you know, it was very um, sort of, um, I don't know. I, so sometimes I just notice the British stock in my family <laughs> coming out. Yeah. And it's especially relevant because I married into an Austrian family, which is oh. a very different kettle of fish <laughs> altogether. Um, you know, compared to being from the Midlands in England, mm-hmm. which apparently I am. Thank you very much, Ancestry.com. Um, but I the, Ancestry.com. I know, they told me <laughs> I found stuff out. But um, like some really high percentage of people in my family, oh. like something like 93% of people in my background are from the Midlands in England. That's amazing. It's ridiculous. I'm like, how? <laughs> And then there are like some Irish people, which I know who they are because they were my dad's grandparents. And like, that's... Wow. Anyway, but I, um, you know, uh, marrying into a very European mm. family, very different. Um, it's actually been really good for me <laughs> because they're so, it's just so different, um, which I really like. But more to the point. Um, but, you know, I didn't, I, I don't know where my kind of, um, I guess I always wanted to be a grown up. Like I always, yeah. even when I was young, I just, and it might've been because I, I think actually part of it was that I wanted to have a relationship mm-hmm. and I wanted to have a connected relationship with someone in a long-term space or setting or whatever you want. And I wanted to have a, you know, and as we've talked about before, I want to get married and have babies yeah. and all the rest of it um, in the future. And that that was a big part of, and, and it came a lot from me being so isolated as a kid. I was like, yeah, I'd really, I just think I, it would be nice to have that one person and Yeah, stuff. you want that connection. Yeah. So, um, I don't remember, like, uh, that's not to say that I necessarily was like, I'm only going to ever be with one person. I never mm. really thought of it in those terms, but I did think, um, that I wanted to grow up and to be honest, by the time I got to about 16, Virginity was just this, like, I, I, I'm a very strong belief that it's a total bloody uh, social construct in its way, you know, yeah. because I just, I mean, I, it kind of is a weird thing that's still kind of used against girls particularly because, oh, for like, sure. boys will... It's celebrated how many Yeah, well, that with. too, but they're also encouraged to masturbate and all the rest of it mm. before, like, they have sexual knowledge of themselves and experiences... Mm on their own before they ever engage with a partner, yeah, which is kind of talked about with girls, but not really. And it's mm. only been more recently, I think, that, you know, the idea that you're supposed to enjoy yourself mm. as part of sex and that you should probably know stuff about yourself. Yeah. Like I remember reading Cosmo and they're like, you should masturbate before you have sex with somebody else. Mm. They would say that, but I'd be like, yeah, how? How do I do that? I don't know how to do oh, that. Oh, really? You didn't yeah. just figure it out for yourself? No. I was useless at that. I just oh, I really struggled it out for with myself. It. That's why I was yeah. so surprised when sex didn't work with me and Andy because you were like, I'm pretty good with it. I was a pro at that. Yeah. So, no. <laughs> I, I, I was all right, but I, I just really didn't, um, you know, because things like using a vibrator, that's not something I knew about really. Mm. Um, yeah. It's something I knew about as being very, you know, very risque. I thought, oh my, that's, you know, taking it a bit far, isn't it? What I need is a man for this. Um, and that's kind of a bit of a sad story, I think, because mm. um, not, not so much for me because I kind of lucked out actually on my first time. But I think 
you know, for a lot of girls who think, well, if I want to be, uh, if I want to be sexual, I need someone else. I actually had a to make friend. That work. Mm. We're friends all through high school, and she told me when we were adults. I think, I think I was with Andy, mm. um, and she'd had quite a few boyfriends. But she actually, it came, masturbation came up because she hadn't had a boyfriend for a while. I was like, oh, you could just sort of take care of yourself, and she was like, oh no. Oh no, women shouldn't do that, you know. Like, ah, right. She and apparently her other friend who I knew, they thought both thought the same thing. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I had heard that from a lot of and female I was like, friends too. Oh, what now? Look, I, I was totally <laughs> open to it. I just couldn't, I couldn't work it out. And I really, the things that I saw as part, like you know, oh, I don't know, that they would discuss in movies and it's things very like that. Vague. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, mm. I'm trying that, and it's not working yeah. for me, you know, mm-hmm. and. It wasn't until I was an adult that I really was like, oh, I'm going to figure out how this works. Yeah. And, you know, it's a bit odd, you know, <laughs> um, because that's how I think virginity as an idea gets kind of lo- like looming over your head mm. as a young woman. And I just wanted to get it the fuck over with, to be honest. I was yeah, tired I of being considered to be um, a child and I and I didn't – and I was quite happy to – like because I – I I obviously knew a bit about my own sexuality, yeah, but I didn't really have any way to express it particularly. Mm. And um, I mean, I got lucky, really. I think in that regard because I, I don't, I don't. It, again, you were saying, you know, you didn't, um, you know, when you were saying, I, you know, you didn't want to have had it as an experience that then you'd separate yeah. from the person and feel have negative feelings about in retrospect. But, um, I mean. I, so I went out. I went out with a boy when I was about because, as we said before, I was totally like went to a girls' school, <laughs> having been to a co-ed primary school, lots of co-ed primary schools. Went, went to this girls' school and I was like, "Look, this is a great school, and I'm having a great time." But where the hell are all the boys? <laughs> we need boys. I need boyfriends. <laughs> okay, like because again, I was the opposite. Again, I had a lot of boyfriends. Mm. Like not 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 boyfriends. Yeah, friends, friends who were boys, yeah. and and I I. Uh, I totally connected with boys. Mm. I totally got boys. I was like, yes, this makes sense. Um, and part of it was, you know, me kind of, I really liked my girlfriends too, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But part of it was that I found girls to be less uh, straightforward. Yeah. Boys were much more straightforward. I was like, they I mean, you just say stuff and they get it. And it's, you know, like yeah. there's no stuffing around most of the time. In fact, I think uh, one of my closest male friends, once I said something and he took it the wrong way and was really hurt and stuff. And I was like in shock because <laughs> I didn't, I never had the experience where I'd say something and a guy would take it the way he did. Yeah. Um, usually they would have just said to me, well, that was really not called for. Mm. Um, <laughs> but, you know, say love you. Um, (laughs) it's fine. We got over it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, um, yeah. So I mean, sorry, backtracking. Um, yeah. So I, I went out with this boy. I was probably about, uh, we were 14 when we met Mm because I arranged for a, a whole, whole lot of friends who I, you know, who I'm still, um, who I still occasionally see and some who I'm very close to still, Um, we sort of, we joined up with this local youth group. None of us were Catholic. It was hilarious. (laughs) Um, One of my dearest friends from that group who I knew from the time I was 13, he he assumed I was Catholic until I was about 20 because I was at this group. Oh, really? And he was Catholic. And he said to me one night when I was talking about something, he's like, 
hang on, are you not Catholic? <laughs> and he's properly devout Catholic. So oh, yeah, I that would be like, quite the shock for him. Yeah, I was like, no, <laughs> not at all. Sorry to break your heart, but no. Yeah, it was really, yeah. But um, we went there and I, I met this boy. He went to the local Catholic school. Don't think he was particularly Catholic either, to be honest. And, I'd be sleeping with you, he wasn't. Uh, no. <laughs> Although, I got to tell you something about the boys at the Catholic school. <laughs> <laughs> Most of whom... Uh, if there were boys I corrupted, they were among that group. Um, yep. So, <laughs> or who corrupted me, whichever way you want to look around. Um, <laughs> he, um, he, he and I went out for like, I don't know, uh, must have been nine months or something when we yeah. were about 15. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were like best friends. He was so mm. cool. I was like... Um, he really liked the same music as me and he was really clever. It was all the things I liked. Yeah. Um, because of, because of all of that. And, um, he, you know, basically we went out for that period of time. I can't even remember what happened, but he, he decided that he didn't want to go out with me for a little while. So we broke up for a bit. I don't know, for like, I don't know, must've been six months or something like that. Oh, okay. Um, and I was annoyed at the start, you know, I was all sad and oh, I really miss you. And blah, blah, blah. anyway, after about, you know, three to five months, something mm-hmm. like that, he, he started coming to things again that my friends were at and we just basically reconnected mm-hmm. and cause we were still <laughs> really close. Um, and we were still quite compatible. So, um, and I know we were very young. So before that it had been very, um, not well nothing too involved um and I mean I was too I was sort of too young then I was still very nervous about the whole idea um and it was not something that I knew about our relationship at that point like we're like I was like well we've never done anything like that so I don't I really don't knew how to even broach that and he kind of tried something once and I was like oh so it didn't like progress up didn't like naturally it was sort of a no so when we were that young when I was like Mm. 15 it just kind of like we would just we would just hang out and we would make out occasionally you know that was no heavy petting while making out it happened once the heavy petting only once once and that was just before we we broke up and it it was sort of like I kind of got a bit of a surprise I wasn't against it but I was like i didn't know this was part of our relationship. Okay. All right. Okay. Anyway, and you did not pick the most romantic of settings, by the way. It was just like, <laughs> anyway. But um, he, anyway, we, um, so we broke up. We ended up getting back together. When we got back together, we'd spent, you know, we must have been apart for nearly a year because I reckon we spent something like four months talking about um, sex, basically. He and I would talk a lot. Really? Yeah. Not not in a you and I thing. He and I, mm-hmm. I, like, we would just, he and I were very um, good at teaching each other about what boys and girls were like. That's what we were kind of mostly oh, in those, okay. in that period of time we were, he would tell me what boys were thinking about certain situations mm-hmm. and I would tell him more likely how girls would feel about it. And I introduced him to the idea that that girls would be interested in sex just as much as guys would. And, oh, and good he, for you. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> he, and he introduced me to kind of um, the boys' kind of roundabout way of thinking about things towards mm. that uh, end. 
anyway, so when we got back together and we were, we were 16 by now and um, we kind of had already got it all out the way in communication yeah. and it was sort of almost like it was weird because there'd been this change in our relationship that we were like, well, we kind of assume that's going to happen now. Oh, okay. As, like we would, you know, that's a natural progression. Um, and also we were older and I mean, I know it's only a year, but the difference in terms of where we were developmentally was quite, yep. you know. Um, and so, I mean, before the first time happened, mm-hmm. I had condoms in my bottom drawer. And my, this is another oh. example of how my mother worked. Uh, she, she kind of knew that this might be coming. Yeah, I think if you've got you know, a boyfriend for that long, it, it, you have to sort of, yeah. as a parent, you should sort of look at your child and go, I better be prepared here. Yeah, but the way she dealt with it was that she one day went through my stuff. Oh, nah. Yeah, nah. And she'd never <laughs> done that before. And I was like, that's weird. And anyway, she found these condoms in my bottom bedside drawer. You'd bought them, had you? Yeah, I was like, I better have them. Like, oh my gosh, well, he was so to, brave. Well... I went to a government school where we all, you know, we had girls' school. We all put condoms on bananas and chair legs and all the rest of it. And, you know, and um, and I think a friend of mine had bought condoms. That we, there was a lot of, like, joking about buying condoms when we – because oh, okay. one girl bought them for a school project, hilariously. Oh, okay. And um, – we used to talk a bit about if we ever needed to buy them, we'd just pile other stuff on top of it at the supermarket and stick them on the bottom. and As though the cashier won't notice? Yeah. Or just, <laughs> well, yeah, like, well, you know, you just shove it all back in your bag so no one sort of sees that that's the oh, main thing. Right. You know, like, because the cashier's going to notice. Yeah. But hopefully the other people <laughs> around you aren't paying that much attention. Or they're like, she probably buys those all the time. That's why she's just thrown it in with the rest of her many items that she's purchasing. That is true. I feel like that's a solid plan. <laughs> it was... I mean, a bit ridiculous that we had these the, these schemes, my you know girlfriends and I. But that's where it was, um, particularly because there was probably two other girls at the time who were in kind of serious-ish relationships, and that's where it was heading. Yeah. I can't even remember who went first <laughs> in that regard, but yeah. um, I just know that I was sort of first-ish of of a big group. Yeah. Um, but I just, you know, I, I didn't really think of it as being like this huge step away from Virginia. I was just like, I, I really had enough of this idea of being a virgin. Mm. Like I just didn't, it didn't stick with me at all. I was like, oh, it's just, yeah. just the whole title was like, oh. Um, so anyway, he, um, I bought me condoms and he, and mum found them. And it was the only time we really had a talk, but I wouldn't have called it a talk because she kind of showed them to me. And I was like, well, I haven't actually done it yet but i just have them mm. and you're like those are mine i was like uh why Don't are you in my room stuff? going through my stuff <laughs> uh, i didn't react that badly i think um to that because i was so embarrassed mm. yeah i can um, understand that girl. you know and i was kind of a bit ashamed because i thought they would be ashamed of me my parents yeah so i i just was like oh, i'm really sorry and she was like i she just basically was like well you need to go on the pill if you're going to be doing this, you need to be on the pill because, and I remember it very clearly that she said, at your age, you can't, it can't hurt to double up. It's <laughs> true. Young people are so fertile. I know. Well, and because if you get pregnant when you're 25, oh, well, that's unfortunate. But whereas if you do when you're 16 or yeah. 
whatever, it's a very different uh, outlook for the, your life. It is. Um, not, it's harder. Not necessarily negative, don't no. get me wrong, but... Um, you just have to go the long way for things sometimes. That's right. Yeah. And I think probably she knew that I probably would like to do things the way I was doing them, mm. even though, you know... I think to some degree I probably would have romanticized the idea of a teenage pregnancy as well. Like I Oh, I think everybody everything. does. But yeah, but in older, reality, yeah, no, I look at it <laughs> now, I'm like, yeah, thanks, Mum, for yeah. the old double-up suggestion because, yeah, it did actually take me nearly another um, year to get on the bloody pill because I had all this other, you know, like went to the doctor and it took forever and had to have all yes. these checks and I don't know. Anyway, I won't go into all that. But um, so first time mm-hmm. was... Um, wasn't like planned really. That's good. Yeah. Spontaneous. You're yeah. in the mood. We used to just hang out a lot. So he, he came to my house one afternoon and there was a lot of making out and getting a bit carried away. And I think he just looked at me at some point and went, well, do you want to like mm. we're here? And anyway, um, I, I was like, okay, all right, mm. may as well. So we whacked out one of my piles of condoms and, mm sort of started off and then and I think I had my eyes closed (laughs) so I don't really remember looking at him that much and then my sister came home kind of in the middle and we heard the door close and we're like oh it's really really awkward and like probably in retrospect she wouldn't have known she was never going to come in my room but we were like we'll just we'll leave it there We'll, we'll pick this up another time um and that was kind of it and I remember feeling pretty good about it because I was like well, that was all right, you know, and everyone Didn't at hurt. no everyone at school told me it'd be horrible and there'd be bleeding and 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 because you know they you know like all that crap about your hymen breaking and all that, which yeah. is actual bullshit and mm. isn't um, really a way to show whether or not someone's a oh no, or not. that's ridiculous. I actually think I know when my hymen broke, and I think I was about thirteen, and mm. I'd done this really big active sport day at mm. school and I'd had a bit of bleeding and it was before my period started. It was a couple of months yeah, before I ever had one. It. And I went, oh, that's kind of weird. And I remember later on thinking when I'd had sex, I was like, oh, that was probably it because there was none of that nonsense and wasn't very painful and was all fine. And I think that's yeah. kind of good though in that it was relaxed and spontaneous because yeah. I often wish that Andy's and my first time was relaxed and spontaneous without the pressure because before we got married you know we'd make out and there's some heavy petting and that sort of thing yeah yeah and you just sort of think maybe it wouldn't have been as stressful yeah as all there's all this pressure for a wedding night you know yeah i think even for people who already have sex there's all this pressure for on your wedding night you gotta have sex yeah well that's what i said before like we were buggered and Mm -hmm. we're like well we better because you know yeah it's our wedding night (laughs) but Uh, i think the spontaneousness of a first time would probably be Look, it was, yeah, desirable. like we'd talked about it before mm-hmm. that. We'd talked about it and we'd talked about the fact that we thought we would do that and that, you know. Um, but he was a very nice boy mm-hmm. and I think he really gave a crap about me and he actually struggled um, with whether or not it was a good idea afterward. Oh, okay. Probably more than I did. I was like, woohoo, <laughs> <laughs> I did it. I can do this whenever I want. Yay. And then uh, he was like, oh. I don't know, maybe we should have waited a bit longer. But then okay. he, he very quickly dropped that idea. Yeah. Like it did not last very long, but I could see that it, it had emotionally impacted him yeah. in a way that probably I wasn't prepared for because, you know, they imply that boys just want to get it yeah. away and that's it. But um, 
yeah and i he and i we had a very like we really liked each other it was lovely yeah and then uh, like you know we were probably together for another you know half a year or three quarters of a year or something and that featured you know pretty heavily i wasn't particularly blown away by any of the experiences they're okay you know I, but I was trying to learn about myself and my own sexuality through that experience. I think that and would be incredibly difficult. It was because I didn't, I didn't know what I really wanted to do or not do. Mm. He knew what he wanted to do. Yeah. No problem there. He was well educated because, as I said, he'd, he'd already yeah explored that as an option. And, yeah. and every boy I knew thought that porn was totally a thing that you should mm. watch and know about. And I'm a bit like, you know, now looking at, how that works i'm like okay yes but no. also no because it's so unrealistic yeah and there's not enough scope around it being unrealistic um it's okay if you kind of are mature enough to know that what you're looking at is the equivalent of watching like a blockbuster movie yeah you know as compared to your life like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> except sometimes way more uh, aggressive and awful um yeah and not representative of women at all i think that needs to be made way more clear that this is made for men about men has nothing to do with women nothing to do with what they experience or yeah i'm really not sure what like how it's become like that like yeah you what you you, women don't enjoy any of that i don't know why you've got them pretending like they do it's kind of weird teaching men that that's what they like because you're going to fail at sex if you try it like that. Yeah. You're Although, you know, <laughs> but the idea is that they're giving less of a shit about what women actually want and feel because mm. they're like, well, I don't really care if you enjoy it or not because mm. the porn has showed me that what matters is what I'm enjoying, which is very archaic in its own way. But I'm very bizarre. It's so gross. Well, but you know nonetheless i i he he wasn't too far swung in that direction and none of the blokes i ever went out with were too bad but you could always see that porn had impacted what they thought was um oh dear was like not to the extent that you hear about these days where mm. you've got like little kids you know you know like 13 year olds trying to practice anal sex on each other and stuff that yeah. Yeah, you know, it's it wasn't anything as much as that, but you could like stuff sometimes they'd be like, Oh, but it seems like the girl in the porn enjoyed this, so and I'd be like, Yeah, I'm not getting that. Sorry. No. But um <laughs> but with him I enjoyed a couple of things, but nothing too mm. um amazing. But you know, we were so young and everything yeah. and but it was still okay. And then we we broke up basically because um we grew apart. Yeah. You know, he he As you would he wanted age. to be very different to to me, and 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 I think I gave him the shits because I was sort of I was smarter than him, <laughs> and um, finally he he stopped talking to me for a week, and I was very upset, and he he finally rang me on Christmas and broke up with me and on I was Christmas. Oh, that's harsh. Yeah, I was very angry, and um, <laughs> anyway, and it turned out he he you know kissed some girl at some party some work party the week before and um and I was like oh I don't even know you anymore anyway it was very dramatic and then (laughs) we broke up and a few weeks later I got together with the guy who I'm now married to 
Oh, so it all worked out. Uh, yeah, sort of. But this poor boy, he kind of hadn't really realized that we were actually properly breaking up to some extent. Oh, okay. Because for a few weeks after that, he's like, yeah, but like, I know that we're apart at the moment, but we always get back together. Like, come on. Oh, and and like, I was yeah, like, no. yeah, no. As much as I kind of enjoyed him um, thinking that, mm. I have to say, I think, you know, which I would never have told anyone at the time. but. Yeah. At the time, I was like, I'm really enjoying you suffering through this. <laughs> um, but in retrospect, he, he, he was just young and yeah, um, and trying to muddle through the kind of messy social situation that is sex and sexuality and mm. relationships at, at like 16. Like it was just yeah. like we had fun, but. Yeah, I, I, and I was angry with him for a while. And then I remember I had this day where I just realized that that was actually the case. Yeah. Like, I think I was probably, it was probably, you know, six months to a year later where I thought, you know, actually like considering his situation, like his behavior wasn't that out there. He wasn't that yeah. bad. He just sort of stuffed up at the end there, yeah. but generally he was quite a nice guy. And I don't feel like... I have any regret about having, I guess, had that first time with him. Yeah, that's good. Because I'm like, nah, he was a nice kid. And especially because a lot of people have shit first times. They really do. one night stands that they're like, oh, fuck, I totally should not have, that shouldn't have been the first go at it. Like, at least I know that we we talked about it and we were very good Mm. friends and it was, you know. um, I think, though, mm. in the end, when you think about it, Years later, you realise that that first time really didn't mean that much. And that no. that's not a huge pivotal moment of your life. So whether you mm. threw it away with a one-night stand or whether true. it was someone that you really loved. Yeah, that's end, true. It's, it's in the scheme of things. Yeah. yeah. In the end, your sexuality can be... It's a broader picture than that. Yeah. What yeah. you want it to be, really. Yeah. You can work on it and you can... Yeah, it's you definitely know, have been... a lot of really good experiences later on. Yeah. Even if the first ones aren't. Yeah, and it's kind of funny because it's only been, you know, like for somebody who I mean, I haven't I haven't had buckets of sexual partners or anything like that, <laughs> but I've had a few and I um you know, and I must add that's because, you know, I got together with who the man who's now my husband mm. when I was young as well. But we had periods of, you know, um, separation and coming back yeah. together as well because again we were very young and um, and that's just sometimes the the flow of a relationship in that circumstance I think I think so yeah when you and start I, so young well, like I used that to when you meet feel so very young. ashamed of that but now I'm like yeah like we probably wouldn't know as much about each other if we hadn't done that yeah um, and I I mean I I'm trying to think uh, but uh, you know I sort of think. It's funny that, um, in a way, I'd, I kind of wish I'd lost my virginity to myself a bit more before I had this idea of losing mm. it to a boy because I kind of, and until I've been an adult, I've sort of, and I think this applies to a lot of women, mm. it, I've been chasing my sexuality through sexual partners. And, and oh, now okay. that I'm an adult, I'm like, actually, maybe I should go way back to the start and actually be looking at it Yeah. Um, what do you like? from my perspective yeah. and just investigating it with myself. Yeah. Um, but I wish I'd had the opportunity. That's probably the only thing I regret. Oh, not regret, but feel like if, if um, 
if I was passing it on to my kids. That's what like, you Yeah, get, get involved with yourself first because... Before I became Christian, I yeah. actually recommended that to my friend who was Christian. Yeah. Because she had a boyfriend. I'm like, I feel like you should probably just figure it out a bit yourself. Like, how are you yeah. going to know what you want a partner to do if you don't know what you like? Mm. Mm. Well, for me, I, I had partners, especially my now husband, who was... He was very good about yeah. figuring that out. And I actually had a lot of fun over many years yes. um, discovering myself via him. Mm. So I'm not, not complaining about that at all. But I am saying that, um, you know, there there were other partners who I was with in that time who I didn't have that grand of an, an experience with just because it was more about it was more about things like getting them to like me yep. or um, their enjoyment or... Um, you know, the fact that it was just what you did, like, mm, you know, okay. stuff like that, which is kind of dumb. Like I just, I look back and I'm like, mm, if I'd just been more confident about myself, I mm. would have felt more confident directing them in certain ways. Like it wasn't yeah. awful, but it was just like, mm. you know, there was a lot of, eh, well, you know, and I think, um, yeah, like I, I don't think, uh, you know, it's just not talked about enough. You mm. know, now you see all these websites and stuff now that there's like that, oh my God, yes thing and stuff that's supposed to be, it's basically a website where they, I haven't actually looked at it properly, but yeah. there was a review by Emma Watson on it or something, but oh, okay. it, it, um, it's basically a website that women can pay for, which mm. has like instructions for various different techniques and things that various different women find effective in self-pleasure. And yeah, that's not a thing I would have known about at that age. I Mm. just got told by Cosmo that I should try. And I was like, literally have no idea how to do that. It's quite interesting, isn't it? Like how different people's experiences can be because, Mm. you know, a good portion of the female population can't or haven't had an orgasm. Mm. But then how much does does the female population explore it in their mm. own? Whereas for myself, mm. I orgasm very easily. I've never yeah. had a problem. And so mm. like often talking to other women about it, I'm like, I don't I'm like, do you know mm. what I mean? Like it's yeah. hard to sort of understand like, where the other quite... person's coming from. Yeah, yeah. And the probably a couple of times in the years that I've been married, the five mm. years that I've been married, I haven't orgasmed. And I'm like, well, this is useless. What the shit was this? Yeah. yeah. I was like, why would I do this if I don't orgasm? Yeah. So yeah. when I've spoken to women about it and they never orgasm, I'm like, then why what? are you doing it? Yeah, I totally get that actually. <laughs> but I think too, there's something good in that and that you you would learn mm. to be very thoughtful of your partner maybe. Yeah, which isn't bad, but I just think Because I'm not you know... so thoughtful about it. I'm no. all about me. <laughs> Listen, I'm all for that. I I just think it's one of those. I mean, I'm a bit that now too. Um, <laughs> but I I don't I don't know. I um, it is a funny thing because I think in retrospect, when I was twenty, mm. and I just wanted this boy to really really like me. Yeah. And I kept thinking that he did, and he kept sort of dangling that carrot and then yanking it away. You know. Yes. As they do at that age, that's oh, a classic God. move. I don't think that particular one's grown out of it just yet. But anyway, oh, no. it's fine. He's far away. Um, but I am. Um, I I uh, I just I kept sort of doing this stuff with him. Partially, it was because there was this huge um, kind of chemical 
um, yeah. attraction between us. And and there was a lot of sexual tension that just kept getting put off. Oh, yes. <laughs> and then by yeah. the time we actually did it, it was like, oh, God, let's, let's get this happening. For fuck's sake. But, it, yeah, it wasn't amazing. It was mm. just okay. And... I think a lot of that, too, is not just the porn. It's that some women fake their orgasms. Yeah. That's true. Don't do it, women. No, don't, don't do, do it, it, ladies. Be like, nah. Because then they become useless at sex. Yes. Okay. Don't tell them they're good if they're not. Make <laughs> yeah. them work for it. Actually, that might be a thing. Yeah. I think um, certainly in that situation, I think um, he thought I was going to be way easier than yeah. I was. And I just didn't have that. And I don't know if he'd just been out with women who previously who, who were much easier mm-hmm. to work out than me. But I was just like, no, really not. Yeah, not getting this. But, you got to work for it. Yeah, put in some effort. But now, <laughs> as an adult, it's like, well, it's supposed to be fun for yeah, it's both supposed to be people. fun for both people. Yeah, like it's I'm like I get it. I was twenty. It was good enough then to just like try and get him to like me. Yeah, yeah. Guess what? Did not work. And, um, <laughs> not, not, not in any type of long term capacity. It was like, ah, uh-huh, yeah, okay, that'll do. Um. But, it, yeah, it, it's just now I'm like, yeah, why would you do it if you're not enjoying it? That's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and them. You want them to enjoy it too. Oh, well, of course, of course. But, but you should be getting something out of it. Yeah, something. Something. You don't have to have an orgasm, but, no, but pleasure something. Although, yeah, I don't know. Orgasms are pretty all right, so I don't know yeah, if I'd be. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I feel pretty gypped if I don't get Yeah, one. if you don't get one, you're like, why did I do this? Yeah, <laughs> like, well was a waste of my time yeah yeah <laughs> especially when you're like us and you're all tired and have small children and mm. you're like i've gone to the effort here people come on um but you know sometimes it's about compatibility as well all of that as you said before and and communicating and working those a lot two of things it's about out. communication i think not so mm. much compatibility because mm. if you're with a really nice man mm. like my husband mm. he just he would just keep going, like even to the point mm. where I'm like, "It's okay, I'm tired," you know, don't like, yeah. "Don't worry about it." He's like, "No, nah, no, nah, I can do it." Mm. it it's like become like but a that thing sort for of him, is like compatibility, <laughs> because um, if that's something that you're responsive to, then that in itself yeah, is a compatibility thing. Yeah. I mean, I don't mean you have to be perfectly compatible from the yeah. start. Don't get me wrong; I don't mean that. I just mean I think if there's some sort of chemistry there that yeah. works. Um, that sort of helps but I think that yeah. I think that though is you don't want to go down that too far yeah in movies like if you're romantic like that's you're it you're a romantic yeah. person and yeah. I'm a romantic person yeah. and in movies it's just always so lust driven and really intense yes. and everything is just very so notebook compatible yeah you exactly. watch notebook and you're just like I'll just watch this scene a few more times yeah <laughs> I just like the and idea like, that's what I'm gonna have yeah I'm older um Sometimes it's not like that. No, that's true. In fact, mine hasn't been like that much at all. And yet Andy and I are very compatible. Yeah, yeah. So oh, I it think just that... looks different. Yeah. Then you think it's going to, yeah. It's yeah, difficult yeah. because real life is different to the movies. I agree. And I, I actually think that, think that impacts yeah. your experience as well, yeah. sexually, because you're like, oh, am I supposed, to... like, I feel like I'm supposed to be feeling a certain way. Yeah. And particularly for women in the movies or in porn women are always having the best time of their whole lives yeah right. so i can understand when you're doing it, you'd be like am i supposed to be doing something here and you know my mom always brings up gray's anatomy because she feels like the um 
the sex scenes on that are very um it's funny we'll talk about it now um <laughs> you know a very athletic she's like why are they always throwing each other around for freak's sake like i know who does that she's like no one does this it's <laughs> not a thing like Maybe some people do, but why is everyone on and this show like doing rolling it? Lots, rolling lots, yeah, rolling. And I don't know. Maybe you have to be really thin to roll. people but against walls. Andy and, and I cannot roll. It's too hard. <laughs> too fat. Oh, no, I don't know about rolling. Rolling sounds like a lot of energy. It's I, just, I, yeah. No. I just, and it's like, it's supposed to be kind of, I think if anything, I appreciate having had the partners that I've had. Mm. Um, and also I'm very happy with the one I've, I've ended up with, (laughs) (laughs) I must add, not least of which, because of all of them, you know, he was only second in the queue, but he was still the best overall, you know? Yeah. Um, so, and part of that was that he was like, I'm going to put the effort into this. Um, that's at the very beginning from the very beginning. That's what you need. Like to know what will work here and try lots of stuff. Yes, but, that's what you need. Yeah, that's it. But I, I mean, but I'm thankful for the ones that I did have, even apart from him, because I got to actually look at what sex actually is and what it's yeah. like. And sometimes it's, you know, messy and ugly and sometimes it's funny and sometimes yeah. it's, a bit, you know, doesn't quite work. And sometimes it's amazing and sometimes it's not that amazing. And, you know, it can still be okay yeah. with all of those. And even like with my first time, you know, it wasn't this – incredible you know rose petals everywhere bullshit kind of story but I could still feel positive about it and yeah which I think is great yeah so I didn't I don't you know so even though it's not all a magical fairy tale it's kind of like it's kind of almost better to look at human sexuality as what it actually is than Mm. have these ideas that it's going to be um like from my perspective I I was like like there's still been romance in, Mm. in it but it's not always, you know what I mean? Like yeah. people imply that it's got to, God, that'd be so much work, wouldn't it? To try and make it. I don't know, T, but like, um, yeah. being Christian, I feel yeah. like when you have sex with someone, you're almost giving them a little part of yourself. Yes. Like you're forming a bond with them. Mm. And I've only been with the one person, so I can't say for sure. But mm. I know people that I've had like a very intense sort of crush on or something mm. like that. Almost gave a little part of myself to them. Yes. Do you feel like you gave a bit of yourself away to those people that you slept with? Not in that you gave them like your virginity no. or something like yeah. that. But did you form a bond with them that you feel has impacted your life? Um. Yes. Um. I'm trying to think of the people I've slept with now in my head. <laughs> I forgot one recently when I was thinking about it or two. I was like, oh, whoops, forgot you. Um, <laughs> so they must have been really good. Uh, yeah, <laughs> tremendous. Um, no, I am um, um, with, oh, I think probably with all but one. One was a one night thing yeah. and I didn't have any connection with that person and it wasn't yeah. like, oh, I knew him, but it, it was not anything um, – it, it was just like a dumb thing that happened. Yeah. It, so, and then we just went back to normal yeah. knowing Pretend each other. Like not, didn't really we happen. didn't really worry about that. <laughs> um, but, um, oh, and there was probably one other where it was like an almost and then didn't quite happen. Mm. Um, and again, that was very like, yeah, we'll just like leave that in the past, shall we? <laughs> um, but I think, um, We'll probably have the cat meowing in the background on the, on the track. <laughs> um, I think, 
Yeah, like I, I think certainly um, I always have a very sort of fond kind of soft spot for that first yeah. guy. And he actually felt that he had given something of himself to me. That's how yeah. he expressed it. Yeah. So I totally get where you're coming from on that one. Mm. I think with the others, I mean, yeah, uh, particularly the, that one guy that I really liked. Mm. Like I really, really liked him. Um, yeah, I feel like that was actually sort of more of me almost pouring something of myself into this sort of bottomless vessel yeah, um, and not getting anything back. And then being with my, my husband, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's hard to even think of it in those yeah. terms because it's been such a, a long time of it as well. Like the first time we ever, you know, I think that was very early on as well, you know, yeah. probably 17 or something really young and you know and then Mm. it was great fun for a long time and then you know but now it's like I can't I think when you're with someone that long Mm. it's hard not to um almost take for granted that piece of yourself that's kind of wrapped up in them yes you know so I'm sure that there's an element of that I definitely you know it it could have happened Mm. that I never met my boyfriend before that yeah. or that we just never picked up on mm. sex as a thing and that I would have lost my virginity to the guy who's now my husband. Mm. That could very easily have happened. But I was kind of happy it didn't because I think um, it actually gave me an opportunity to think of the significance of, of being with him anyway. Yeah. yeah. And having that piece of myself um, going to him. Yeah. And... Especially as we got more involved, hmm. it just, yeah. So I kind of think that, but I think you can almost have that in a, in a, in a sexless relationship as well. So yeah, you, yeah. But it's, I mean, it's different, but. I think yeah. that's the benefit. I feel like that's the benefit of only ever being with the one person and mm. lose, you know, saving myself for marriage and that sort of thing. And that mm. I've only given that part of myself to one one to Mm. andy so i don't ever have to think about previous sexual experiences and go like that guy was better at this or oh right that guy had a bigger penis or whatever i'm so glad i don't (laughs) do that either (laughs) yeah yeah. that's the thing because a few people have spoken to that's what they yeah maybe their husband isn't as adequate in certain things and i guess it depends on your husband too like your husband sounds similar to mine in that very giving very interested in my experience or your experience or whatever probably wouldn't have married him as readily as i did yeah is that wrong i just think (laughs) you know um i think not just in a sexual sense but i think you you know it's good to marry someone who you're interested in their needs and they're interested in yours absolutely so yeah so kind of lucked out on that one as well But I think it's good that you, you know, you're not having that, the negative thoughts yeah. about the people. I was pretty, con- I made conscious decisions, I think. Yeah. Even though some of them were dumber than others. <laughs> no, I think yeah. that's good. I think yeah. that's really good. Life. Mm. Anyway, we should wrap up. We should. We've talked for an hour. Yay. Oh. That's pretty good. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, thanks for joining us for our very sort of intimate conversation tonight. I hope you enjoyed hearing all of our uh, 
dirty laundry and um, personal stories. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was, yeah, it was fun to share. So, um, I don't know what we're going to talk about next time. Something exciting. No. No. But, Maybe um, children or something. Yeah. Actually, we haven't gone down the, fa- the path of parenthood as much as all that yet. No. So, that might be the next, the next sort of foray. Hmm. Um, yeah. Thank you for joining us and we will see you in a couple of weeks. Yes. Yes. Bye. Bye. And thank you once again for joining us on Talks with the Feminine. If you would like to reach out, please contact us via www.deepbluewellness.com.au And if you have a topic that you'd like us to explore on the podcast, we'd love to hear about it. Until next time.